the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. Jesus said, In those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near, at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be aware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. What I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Thank you all so very much for helping decorate the tree. Now, I've got a question for you here at the beginning. What color is this? Blue. So far, so good. What color are the pyramids? Blue. What season in the church is it? Yeah. Advent. Advent. What's Advent mean? Yeah, Ava. Close. Close. Yeah. We're getting closer. Counting. Yeah. The coming of. Yes. Something beginning. Something drawing near. Something happening. Advent. What's happening? What's drawing near? Yeah. Christmas. Christmas and Jesus' birth. That's part of it. That's certainly part of it. This is a season right before Christmas, and so we prepare to celebrate the birth of Christ. Very good. But what else is coming? 
It's kind of hard, isn't it? Yeah. My mom's birthday is being for Christmas. Nice. Birthdays. What else? The new year. The new year? Yeah. We're actually preparing for how Christ draws near again and again. Not just for Christ being born and celebrating that, but for Christ being very, very near to us. Jesus, the Spirit of God, is with us each and every single day. And Advent is a time when we look at all the world around us, the good parts and the bad parts and everything else. And we, we hope in the deepest parts of our hearts that Christ would be here with us. Be here with us when we're happy, in birthdays, and in Christmas. Be here with us in our hearts and with us in these places when we're sad or frustrated or lost or confused. Think of, think of any place that you see every day. It could be your house. It could be a school. It could be inside a car. Anywhere. Think of a place you see every day. When you have it, in your head, put your finger on your nose. Y'all look weird. Okay. In that spot, I want you to look for where Jesus is acting. Look for where God is acting. Look for where the good things are happening. Look for where life is more and more like God would have it be. So if it's in the car, look out the window and see if you can't find where God is acting. If it's at school, look around. See if you can't find where God is acting. If it's at home, see if you can find where God is acting. In Advent, we're waiting, yes, for Christmas, but we're hoping in the deepest parts of our hearts that God would be with us in each and every day things. So what are you going to do? Yes. Remember and look for where God is acting. Can you say that? Look for where God is acting. And I am not convinced. Look for where God is acting. Look for where God is acting. Look for where God is acting. All right. I think you got it. I think you got it. All right. Shall we pray? Let us pray. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the good things you put in our lives and for being with us each and every day. This Advent season, as you draw near to us, we ask that we might be able to see you in everyday life. That we might be able to see you in our homes, in our schools, in our cars, and everywhere else. That wherever we go, we would know that you are with us and with all people, teaching us to love one another. Thank you for being our God, and thank you for making us your people. In your name we pray. Amen.
In the name of Jesus, amen. You'll notice we have some extra art around the sanctuary today. On little tiny easels scattered throughout the space. This art comes to us from our cooperative confirmation class, that program through UAC that we participate in for our confirmation programming. The students of the confirmation class did these. They had a night when instead of doing our regular work, we took time to digest and kind of think through in a different way everything we had been learning up through that current point in time. And so a few weeks ago, they had a prompt to paint. Paint where they see God in everyday life. And you can see, there's a lot of different variations on what that is. Some of them paint very, very well. Some of them are more like me. In any, in any case, these are good and wonderful expressions, as best they can, of where they see God. I think this is a good catalyst, a good partner to journey with throughout our course of Advent. Because Advent, this blue season, or formerly purple season, still purple for some, this season is about preparation, yes, for the coming Christmas season, but also expectation. A hope-filled longing for Christ to be here. And it's not that we ever forget that Christ has certainly already been born, crucified, risen, and ascended. That's always at the heart of who we are. We don't forget that. We long for Christ in our time. Which is why today we start with a text that's not at the beginning of Jesus' life, but is pretty late into the Gospel of Mark. A text where Jesus is already living, already grown, already in the thick of his ministry. And talking about life in very real and scary ways. Once again, we have what seems like apocalyptic literature, something that's meant to reveal to us the truth about who God is and who we are. And it catches our attention very quickly, doesn't it? It catches our attention by just messing with the world as we know it. If the moon and sun aren't shining as they ought, and if the stars are falling from heaven, I am at the very least concerned and most likely terrified. Things are happening. And things are happening on such a colossal scale that they are indeed going to mess with life as we know it. In the heart of this text that grabs our attention and just doesn't let go is three phrases that Jesus uses to reveal something to us. That at the time he was talking and the people who are listening to Jesus in that moment, this generation will not pass away. That heaven and earth will pass away. And that Christ's words will not pass away.
If we take them at face value, we are perhaps confused. How is it that this generation will not pass away, that the words of Christ will not pass away, but heaven and earth do pass away? In my head, if there's no heaven, there's no earth, I'm gone. Absolutely gone. But my faith also tells me that if I hear Jesus say something like this, I should probably push to a point where Jesus doesn't seem like he's completely detached from reality. What could Jesus possibly be trying to say in this moment? This generation will not pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. My words will not pass away. In the cross of Christ and in what Christ does, heaven and earth change. Not just earth. Heaven and earth change. It does not remain as it is. These paintings are the starting point of where this apocalyptic work brings us. Look in your everyday lives. Look where you go every day. See the good and the bad of it. See the joy of living in it and then see the injustice that surrounds it or even is in the midst of it. Look at the whole of life. Look at the whole of heaven and of earth that you know, that you see. And where is God? Advent is a time where we look at the world and we yearn for it to be shaped as God would have it. I don't know about you, but long before this first Sunday of Advent, I've been yearning for the world to look like how God would have it. Now, there's some interesting truth behind these paintings. A lot of these paintings, well, they were all blank canvases at one point. A lot of these paintings transformed over the course of that afternoon and evening. You see, when I told them we were going to paint, some of them just started. And I said, well, we're actually going to paint something in particular. I want you to paint where you see God in everyday life. And they just kind of groaned and rolled their eyes. And then, you know, in five minutes, they had covered the canvas with some color of paint and then looked at me. And so I said, guess what? This is all we're doing tonight. <laughs> so you're going to want to paint something a little more profound than red. So they did. That painting in the back there, that blue one with the marine animals, that originally had a whole globe of earth inside of it. But then the artist decided that she wanted something a little bit different. She wanted something a little more specific. So it changed and it used that blue and it used those greens and it washed eventually into the painting that you see. This painting over here, was one of those artists that simply filled it inside about 30 seconds and then stared at me. 
And eventually, when they figured out I wasn't kidding about the assignment, something truly beautiful came about. This painting right here, this earth that we have in the center of it, the thing that draws your attention, that earth didn't even exist until like the last 30 seconds of class. This is a journey, and it's not an answer. These paintings stand, and we see them almost as if that was the intent from the very beginning. But no one in this class had any idea of what they were doing. Ask them. And the reality of this class is that some of them were trying to do profound discernment, and others were eating snacks and like making fun of their neighbor. Because that is true as well. Look at these paintings and take heart in the gospel. That God is not asking you to have the answers for your yearning. God will indeed provide what needs to be provided for the world to change. You are called to be a part of this journey. To look at the canvas and instead of staring up at God inside 30 seconds thinking that you're done, to dwell in the question. Where do you see God in everyday life? Where do you see the kingdom of heaven drawing near in the good and the bad? What are you yearning for this Advent? Paint your picture. Because this is what we'll be doing for this season. The God of this journey and the God that is drawing near be with you. Amen.